eight? I do, yeah. We wear the same shoe size? Uh, probably. Well, I wear uh, a men's seven and a half. Oh, well. Oh <laughs> Got a half inch on you. Yeah. <laughs> No big deal. <laughs> you also have a half inch on me in the penis department. So. Yeah, literally. That's all. That's probably all it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a half inch. <laughs> so welcome to McNulty and DeLorean. Hey, thanks for joining us, guys. Um, it's been a I, hot minute. <laughs> I hit the record button without telling you. Oh, I expected as much. Yeah, so we got all that cock talk in. Good. I want it. I want it in. The hot cock talk. <laughs> I want that hot cock talk in your ears. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we, we haven't recorded in a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. It's because I moved to the other side of the world. You sure did. You moved out to the east side. And then I worked three jobs. But <sighs> Yeah, you do. But lucky you, uh, I hang out at your apartment between shifts. I feel lucky. I'm your Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're Andrea Barber, so to speak. Is that who played Kimmy Gibbler? Correct. Oh, wow. What's, what's Andrea Barber been up to? Well, she's doing Fuller House for Netflix. Oh, man. How's it? I haven't watched any of those. It's really good. Yeah. Well, I watched season one. Oh. It is nice when a show, when they're able to write directly to their audience. It's not yeah. It's not a broad comedy, but it exactly uh, yes. hits the nostalgia button for all of the homosexuals who love that show. That's fantastic, and I totally get it because I just finished watching Cobra Kai oh. on YouTube Red, which is the continuation of the Karate Kid story. Oh. And it has the same actors, Ralph Macchio and William Zabka, and uh, he was the bully in the Karate Kid. Uh -huh. And yeah, they wrote these two, I think it was a couple, actual married couple that wrote it. That uh -huh. It's a 10-episode it's a series, and they just... I mean, they just went directly to the Karate Kid audience. It was like, you watched this movie when you were eight, and we know exactly what you want out of it, and that's what we're doing. And it was phenomenal. I loved it. Yep. It's a yeah. glorious uh, <laughs> world we live in where you can create niche media. It really is. You don't have to be like, will people like it? Because you know what? People will like it. Yeah. And the you know 10 people who will can find it. Uh, yeah. I loved it so hard that uh, I was actually disappointed in the fact this is going to sound weird because mm -hmm. I loved it, mm -hmm. but I was disappointed that they are in fact doing a season two. Yeah, because you want to end on a good note. I did. The, the final episode did not have any sort of closure. Yeah, they they ended it as like a cliffhanger, oh. and then I was like, oh, I I invested ten hours of my life in this. I want closure. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't really want, I mean, like nostalgia is cool and all, but you, how long can you drag it out? It's like candy. You can't, yeah. you just want a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Because when you, on Halloween, <coughs> if you eat all that candy. You'll be sick. You'll be sick. Yeah. You will. I've in, you know, and actually I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I want to. Uh. Yeah, no. Season two, I mean. Ugh. No, that's happened. Not as, not as excited about it. That's happened to me with a lot of shows where yeah. I have a certain amount of caring for something and then I run out of caring. Exactly. Uh, it's also happened for me in my life. So I have a certain amount of caring, and uh, <laughs> and I've run out. You know, speaking of. <laughs> yeah, tell me about your life. I only have a certain amount of caring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As anyone that knows me knows, I am uh, a world-class canceler. You are. Yeah. I actually am um, disappointed in you when you actually follow through with plans. I know. It's so unlike me <laughs> to show up. Yes, correct. <laughs> or to allow others to show up. Correct. I so, mean, I have a key to your apartment, so you don't cancel on me because, like... That's really what it takes. You can't just yeah. lock the door on me. Right. <laughs> I should just distribute keys to all my acquaintances. I mean, if you friends. want them in your life. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I don't. You yeah. Know, you know how it is. I know how you are. I mean, look, when I say yes to something on Monday, 
I mean, on when it comes Saturday, we don't who, know. Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say? And I, I don't understand why everyone doesn't feel this way. I mean, uh-huh. maybe they do feel that way, but they just go anyway. Yeah. Do it. So I canceled on plans last night that I would, you know, that were made like a week in advance to uh-huh. att- to attend a party. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm not gonna make. It. I, I awoke from a nap. I was feeling groggy and. Mm-hmm. And I had leftover pizza in the fridge. I'm like, you're good. I'm gonna eat this pizza. Yeah, lie on this couch, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, binge watch bullshit. That you sounds know? like a great day. And uh, so you know, I just sent a, sent a text like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna make it to this party, and uh, there was no response. Uh-huh. Usually a bad sign. <laughs> yeah. And then t- this morning, I, I I felt compelled to send an apology. I was uh-huh. like, oh, I'm really sorry. I bailed on you last night. I just wasn't you know feeling up to it. And I got uh, I got a I got a lecture. Oh, yeah, I got a you know basically that's not appropriate. And uh, you are know. you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. It'd be one thing if it was you and one other person, and you had tickets to go do something. Right. Hundred percent. Right. Fair. That's a dick move to cancel. But if it's a party where there's multiple other people, yes, and you choose to not go. It doesn't really change anything because the party is still happening. Exactly. And I assume everyone had a good time. Yeah. And uh, so I chose not to respond to that. And yeah, I good just, for I you. I just said, you know what? Now nah, we're, no. we're we're done. We're done with that. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, I'm left feeling like, okay, yeah. I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm the bad guy as far mm-hmm. as like canceling goes. But again. Don't I, lecture me. I thought, yeah. It's like, look, I offered an apology. You can either accept it or not. That's really the two options yes. you can either say okay apology accepted or you can just you could have just not responded to that and be like oh fuck you i don't want you in my life anymore hey, f- fair you know fair uh, fair also yeah. you can <laughs> accept people at face value mm-hmm. i know you so i am not surprised or bothered <laughs> if you cancel on something yeah and my general rule is like if someone cancels on me three times then i stop initiating plans yeah that makes and that's sense. a fair it is fair thing to, to yes, do totally and so when someone when someone does exactly what you would expect them to do why are you mad yeah that's my thing is like if you invite me to a concert and i say that sounds terrible <laughs> your feelings shouldn't hurt yeah. because That is exactly what you would expect me to say if you know me at all, is if you invite me to do something normal, hey, I want to take you out for a nice dinner and afterwards we can go to this cocktail lounge. I'm going to say that sounds fucking terrible. (laughs) And don't be surprised because that's how Sidney DeLorean thinks and acts, you know? It's fantastic because uh, last night after I canceled those plans, uh, another friend uh, John, Johnny Lowell's. Oh, Johnny Lowell's. From, from the podcast McNulty Radio. Yes. Uh, asked me if I wanted to go to a bar at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. To arrive somewhere at 9 p.m. No. Which, which in itself is an automatic no. <laughs> to, to see a, a band that his coworkers like want to see. And my response was, my God, that sounds awful. That was my that was my response. <laughs> that is amazing because at approximately the same exact time, someone had texted me inviting me to go see their friend's band play like next week. And yeah. they're opening for a famous band that I liked when I was a child. Ah. And I wrote back, you don't you guess you don't know me well enough to know that that's my <laughs> idea of a nightmare. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to have what would be a baseline standard good time for any human being. Yeah. However, no, thank you. That sounds like a rotten egg. Yeah. Like, do you think that me as a single man would go out on a Saturday night at nine o'clock 
What? No. I would never do that. <laughs> Where thought... music is happening? No. It's going to be loud. Loud? <laughs> no. So people, people enjoying themselves? <laughs> Fuck no. Let me get a documentary I go to... about the Flint water crisis. I go to, this is a true story, uh, I go to Del Taco sometimes, get a couple of bean and cheese burritos, and go to the, go to the public library. That's a great That's, time. Yes. <laughs> True. I eat them in the parking lot, and then I go inside the library. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> uh, I have – so there's a brand-new Sprouts by my house, and they have a beautiful outdoor patio with a view of the mountains. And I like to go get my salad bar from Sprouts, and I sit on the patio, and I research and take notes. That's a great day to that me. That is a perfect day. I'm just sitting, eating vegetables – researching alone you think i want to fucking be around human beings after dark come on losers do god yeah but you know what all but all credit to johnny lulz because mm. you know he knows me well he enough knows you well enough he just uh, he laughed it off and then today he's like hey scott i'm making a stew mm-hmm. you want to come over tonight and eat some stew with me yes and i said yes just two guys eat, getting their stew on yes I'm like, yeah that yeah, sounds I, like i do want that a great time yeah um, yeah, I, uh, texted a friend on Friday and said, do you want to eat pizza and listen to Phil Collins? <laughs> Cause that's my idea of a good time. Yeah. Um, it's so, a great idea. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. You and I just don't really like crowds and we don't yeah. like forced fun. Oh yes. So yeah, that is very true. Um, I also, I just, it. I need something that's like a little more intellectually stimulating than, um, yeah. It's just you go out where it's loud, and uh, I don't know. It's loud. It's stressful. Yeah. To me, it's very stressful. Because you, you're, you, you can't talk. I mean. You're trying to maintain a conversation, and with all the chaos around you, it's very difficult. I, I always try to um, excuse it by saying it's a common trait that people with depression have trouble uh, filtering uh, foreground from background noise, and when mm. they're in a crowded space, they can't hear the person they're talking to more than the noise around them. Yes. Um, where it's not an actual physical hearing loss. They just can't filter sounds out. Yeah. So it is stressful to try to have a conversation with someone in a space where other conversations are happening. And yeah. so it is exhausting for me. Yes. Um, and other people don't seem to be as bothered by it. Um, but you know, here we are, we have depression. Yeah, we do. And, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a factor in my new job where there's a lot of, uh, overlapping people talking on the phone mm-hmm. and they don't manage it well. They don't manage the space well. Oh. They don't even have like full cubicles. It's more just kind of like these sort of half cubes. Oh. And so I have to give these like presentations over the phone to people, you know, these webinars and there's other people like around me just talking. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is I terrible. I hate that. Yeah, because, like you said, I just my brain automatically listens to everything else that's yes. going on. Like, yeah. Hard to concentrate. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> talking is annoying. It is. So That's why we have a podcast. That is. Uh, we both have several podcasts. Um, well, one of my most popular tweets, it has all of, like, three likes, because um, no one follows me on Twitter, <laughs> is, if you want me to listen to you talk, send me a link to your podcast. <laughs> because... Other than that, I don't I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Either fucking pay me or send me a link to your podcast. Otherwise, I don't want to listen to you talk. Yeah. 
So and uh, or be ordering food at a restaurant that you work at. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, you're getting paid. Yeah. I'm getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've just been I I've been conditioned to believe I don't have to engage in conversation unless I'm being paid. Yeah, and you know, yes, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about sex. And uh, <laughs> like, I'm not going out having sex with men unless they're paying me. Unless they're paying you to do small it. Small sums of money. Yes. You know. Well, um, speaking of. Uh, today at work, this fucking lady asked for crispy bacon and I brought her food out and before it even hit the table, she's like, it's going to be, need to be a lot crispier than that. And I went back to get it crisped up. But Mm. I just was like, here's the thing. If you're, if what makes you happy is such a narrow margin, right? Like your eggs have to be scrambled medium hard or they're disgusting to you or you're, Mm. it's like sex. Like don't don't go out. Don't eat out. No, don't eat out. It's like. If you are that particular about food, it's just like sex. If you want it done right, do it yourself. Yes. So I don't know how, like, I can't, like, I can't imagine her in bed. Yeah, it's got to be awful. You just have to be open to variations if you're outsourcing the meeting of your own needs. Yeah. I have a couple of friends. No, a a couple of them. Friends who are a couple, put it that way. They're they're do things to each other. They, I mean, I assume, Mm. but... You know, maybe not. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah, uh, the lady part of this enterprise, mm-hmm. real troublesome at restaurants. I do not like going out to eat yeah. with this person because uh, it's always a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't and I don't get it. I, it's like, look at the menu. There's the thing uh, that seems reasonable. Order it. Yeah. You know, like or if it's not what you want, don't order it. Yeah. I just yeah. I'm very particular about food where I don't like spending money and being not entirely satisfied. Yeah. So I don't go out to eat a lot because I'm not going to spend $20 yeah. to kind of be like, oh, it was all right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I go to Subway all the time because for $5.35, I am always 100% satisfied with what I get at Subway. Yeah. I mean, because it's because it's. It's just a kn- standard product. It's I, like, yeah, this is what it is. This yeah. is what it is. I yeah. know what I'm getting. It's $5. I'm perfectly happy with that. There's a couple other places that I go where I'm like, for exactly what I paid, I'm very happy with it. However, I'm not going to go to some restaurant and spend like $20 on food and then be like, Moo. I'd rather just make my own food. Yeah. So, you know, I just... Uh, I don't know. People just like you have money and someone's bringing food to you at your table. Like yeah. you should be fucking delighted that that's even a thing that happens. Exactly. That you didn't have to go out in a field and till things. You didn't have to <laughs> plant things. You didn't and have to hunt down something and murder it. Yeah. You, know? you didn't have to skin it. And yeah, like I don't I just don't understand just that sort of uh, colickiness of being an adult where it's like, oh, just, you know, it's, we're spoiled. It's yes. Just, this that's is, you know, correct. we're very, very, very Cur- spoiled people. Correct. I, uh, Give me a Subway sandwich and a dark, quiet room. Yes. Like, that's a th- I'm very easily pleased. Just give me alone time, a nice climate-controlled, quiet space, and a $5 sandwich. I'm good. Me, uh, Throw in a tiny dog. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm living the, on easy street. Give me a cat and a, a quiet conversation with a good friend. There we go. A conversation that is not uh, happening in a, in a nightclub or a... Mm-hmm. A volcano inside a volcano. Yeah, I hate I having picture. conversations inside volcanoes. It's very hot. 
you're constantly in danger of being burned by the liquid hot magma. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at me. I know what that volcano juice is called. Do you know the juice that comes out of volcanoes is called a magma? Oh. And it's about to erupt. Do you know oh. what a snake eating its own tail is called? Gross. Ouroboros? Is it? Yes. Does it actually happen? No, but that's the name of that like mythological symbol. Oh, that they put on the like doctors. Uh, isn't that like? No, that's a snake around like a uh, staff. Caduceus. That's a, that's a that's a caduceus is what that that's what that's called a caduceus or a caduceus. That's what the doctor symbol is. Called. <laughs> I know. I love. It. I just <laughs> I don't love know why it. that's funny. This, because because I because I started it. You sure did. <laughs> I did, and then you were able to one up me. Well, <laughs> you were able to one up me in my own bullshit. That's so, what I do. <laughs> cheers to you, Scott McNulty. An Aurora Boris? Is that what? Ouroboros. Oral or like oral? No. O U R O R. Now I can't. I need to look at it. It's. Auroboras. Is it sit ubu sit? Good dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to ignore That's because that's what happens after uh, Family Ties is over. What? <laughs> you know the sit ubu sit things? No. Like a t- it's like a television production thing from the 80s. You, know? uh, like you, would watch, you would watch like Family Ties and then it would be over and they'd be like, sit ubu sit. Good oh, dog. Like that was like the production company that, yeah, made, yeah. that made a bunch. Like just like that other guy, the Stephen J. Cannell, like typing on a typewriter. Yeah. And throwing the page behind him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you're not up on, on 80s television production companies, Sydney. It's very disappointing. I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of um, – well, I wasn't allowed to watch TV when I was younger. My mom would record cartoons yeah. from the Disney Channel, but she would sit there with the VHS and stop and start for the commercials. And so we were just allowed to watch the tapes, oh. so we didn't have access to the commercials. Um, I didn't see like TV commercials till I was close to 10. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I was not allowed to watch uh, Looney Tunes until I violent. was violent. Yes, yeah, too violent apparently. Violent. Yeah, you watch that, you kill your parents in their sleep. Well, I, I mean, I wish. Well, I just the one because they were divorced. I, I wish I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Sick burn. Well, every other weekend you have a chance to kill the other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you have to when you're killing your parents, you have to do them together because if you just do one, you're getting arrested. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. When your parents, if your parents are divorced, the chances <clears throat> of you being able to kill both of them a lot slimmer yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah you gotta bring in an expert well yeah you have to like hide the one body until like your dad picks you up for visitation and then yeah. like do him and then then get arrested oh you know what else happened i johnny lowell's also sent me a, a violent text today i'm gonna call it violent what did he say well I, it was just him masturbating he, he, and it was so aggressive uh, very aggressive mm-hmm. uh no i he asked me to over for stew and i said what's your address again because i haven't been there in a long yeah. time and um, and he said, you know, you should really like add this to contact information in your phone. That way, you don't have to ask people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that that just sums it up for people giving me text lectures. Today. I was about to say, you yeah, know, everyone's <laughs> telling you how to live your life. I, I was like, you know what? I think I've asked you for your address once, one other time that I yeah. can remember. So I, I'm sorry that I asked you again for your address. Yeah. So I didn't start <laughs> saving people's birthdays in with their contacts till like six months ago. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, I do so. it because then you get a Google alert. I don't uh, know. It's stupid. But yeah. I have a friend who she manages a company, like um, a catering company. Yeah. She has a professional job that involves communicating with a lot of people. 
She doesn't say phone numbers. It's just not what she does. She doesn't yeah. say phone numbers, which I think is ridiculous because every time <laughs> she gets a phone call or a text, she has to say, who's this? Wow. And or she has to use the context of their conversation if to she hasn't it deleted yeah. it. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? But I'm never like, you really... And what you do for a living, you really need to save people's contacts. It doesn't take that long to create a contact. You know what? This is what you like to do. You like to yeah. have this thing where every time you get a text message, you have to say, who this? Fine. Whatever. Well, you know what? I have a lot of friends, and I know a lot of people that make horrible decisions in their lives. And uh, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't I, – I never – because – this is how I operate the friendship vehicle. <laughs> I don't say anything. I, I mean, I don't say, like, you should be doing this, you should be doing I'm just like, it's live, your business. Yeah, live your life. Live your fucking life the way you want to yeah, live it. Yeah. And uh, I get tired of this judgment yeah. from others when I am not judging. No. Except I'm, well, I'm judging their judgment. Judge lest ye be judged. Lest ye be Judge Reinhold. Oh, Judge the Beverly Reinhold. Hills Cop movies. Um... Was it Judge Reinhold in Fast Times at Ridgemont High? No, I never saw that movie. Why? Oh, you're going to have a film moment right now, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I, ne I never did see oh, it. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good movie. It's got, it wasn't that What's-His-Name's first movie? Uh, Sean Penn. Yeah. yeah. His first big movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of judges, you know the judge from Night Court died. Harry Anderson. Harry died. Anderson. He died like three weeks ago. Yeah. Was he the ball? No, that was the bailiff. No, yeah, not the. He was the judge. The judge. He was the young, youngish. Okay, he was always doing magic. Oh yes, yeah, he died. Yeah, died in real life. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. People die. People die. <laughs> they they just they stop living at a certain point, um, and it's different for everyone. It is. It that's is what, different. They crazy. do it at different times, it's and just so uh, weird. Yeah. Every day is a gift. Every day. Every day is a gift and a blessing. Oh. Yeah. It sure is. Yep, that's what I say to myself when I'm um, going to my third job. Yeah, well. That's what I say. That's what I say. What a blessing. What a blessing to be employed. <laughs> and then everyone says, oh, you work a lot. You must have a lot of money. And I say, no. <laughs> because if I made money at any of these places, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be working all the time. Yeah. Because I'm not a fucking idiot. Right. Like, right. I yeah. would, if I had enough money, I would just not keep working. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things that, one of those ironies of how capitalism works mm -hmm. that I understand. It's like the more money you have, like, actually the cheaper everything is. Yes. Like, it, like, you get a better, like, so, like, people that have more money than I do pay they own like a bigger houses and they mm -hmm. pay like smaller mortgages. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, someone is living in a nice house paying a $500 a month mortgage. Mm -hmm. I'm living in a shithole apartment paying like 900 a month. Yeah. So, and it's like, how does that work? <laughs> Taxing on the poor. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, so you have a lot of money. So zero interest rate and yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. Um, Kel bizarre. Yes. Yeah, like how they give, they, you know, they give things to, uh, like movie stars, mm -hmm. like they give them, they'll give them like a car. They'll be yeah. like, like we want you to drive this car. So here it is, and you're like, you have millions of dollars. Yeah, you could just buy five of those cars. You could just so, buy them, but no, yeah. here's no one's giving me a car. No one's giving me a car either. Mine might no. get repossessed, but you know, <clears throat> I'm just living my life. Just well, living. I mean, when you live in a city like Mesa that has great public transportation, yes, I don't think oh you have to yeah, worry. Mm. I don't think you have to worry. I just have to. I need a walking staff, and I can just wander through the mountains to work every day. Indeed, just. Uh, <laughs> Like a Gandalf staff. Yes. 
You shall not pass. But that's just like some yeah, like old white guy from the Midwest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So what else is new? Man, started a new sales job. Oh yeah, you're a salesman now. I'm a salesman now. Yeah, selling things. Jazz hands. <laughs> you're really the Al Bundy of that company you work for. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I sure am. <laughs> Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. Is that true? Yes. At your work? Yes. Really? In my in my particular department. That's amazing. Just, I know. The first Friday that I worked there, I did not wear a Hawaiian shirt. Oh. And uh, I was chastised. Oh. I was really, they really took me to task for it. You know, they were like, well, I can't, like, what's your excuse for not wearing a Hawaiian shirt? And I was like, oh, well, I, I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> and, uh. So I made sure I went to Goodwill. Yes, that's where one. you get them. Yeah. Um, I recently started a new job uh, at a neighborhood bar. And my first shift, I did not wear a Hawaiian shirt or a captain's hat, which you know that's what I like to wear to work. Sure. Um, if I don't have to wear a uniform, it's generally a Hawaiian shirt and a captain's hat. Yeah. So I dressed normal for my first shift. And I was talking to the owner. And he was saying how he really loves Hawaiian shirts and captain's hats. Mm. And his nickname is The Captain. And I said, oh, really? So you're okay with me wearing that here? And he said, yes. Yeah. So now that's what I wear every uh, Wednesday to that job. That's fantastic. Yes. It's amazing. Um, it makes me very, very happy. And people are like, does he make you wear that? Like, <laughs> no. Um, but apparently there's one negative Yelp review for that place. Yeah. And it is because it used to be a gay sports bar. It was for 25 right. years. Yes. Um, and... The, the Yelp review is, this used to be my favorite bar. I came here for years, but now it's just some guy in a Hawaiian shirt and a captain's hat <laughs> twirling liquor bottles. Uh, like he's Tom Cruise on cocktail? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind and of awesome. I know. I was like, that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking to one of our customers who's an old guy in his 90s, and he owns 110 Hawaiian shirts. Wow. And that's not counting his Tommy Bahama shirts or his Bamboo K shirts. If we factored those what? in, we'd be upwards of 130. Well, why is he not counting the Tommy Bahama shirts? Are they Because they aren't technically, technically Hawaiian print, but oh. they are a printed male blouse. Oh. And so I just was like, you're my new hero. That's amazing. And he said, everybody has their things. Yeah. And mine is Hawaiian shirts. Ooh. And I was like, well, sir. Ooh la la. I only have like two dozen, so... I have one. Yeah. I guess technically I have two. I have one that I never wear because it looks terrible on me. So. so you just don't make a point of wearing I just it. don't wear it. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing to do. It is. When something looks Oh, look at you yawning. Bad. Oh. Sydney DeLorean is showing me her armpits and yawning. Yep, so. my hairy armpits. Uh, I'm really I'm look that hairy. You can't tell from a distance. <laughs> no. I'm seeing if I can grow them out so I can wax them. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Very I know. Uh, Waxing my pits. Wax them pits. Yeah. My cat, Jasmine, mm. uh, enjoys licking my armpits. Is that a little disturbing? That's really upsetting, and I don't. Yeah. I hate animals licking in general, like mm. a cat tongue. Yeah. Is she like the water droplets in there after you shower? Is that what it's about? No, it's when I go to bed at night and I don't have a shirt on, and my arm is usually like kind of draped over my head. And she, I guess she's probably. She's grooming it's, you. It's the only part of me that's hairy. So she, yeah. It's either that it's or your pubes. from the undercarriage. Don't yeah. ever go to bed without. No, I wear underwear to bed. Yes. <laughs> good, good. You need to keep that area protected at all times yes. from cat tongue. Yeah. 
because that is gross. Nice and sandpapery. Oh, 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 god. Oh, god. Oh no. my god. Well, you had an interview with uh, the Disney Corporation. I had an interview. Yeah. Well, how'd it go? I am on a wait list to be a bartender oh. at the Disneyland Resort. Oh. It is not a guaranteed offer of employment, is what they said. Ah. So they... Uh, is this wait list just in case someone dies or fire? Well, or? they're opening a new lounge, but mm. it's also for staff turnover. Mm. And the guy interviewing me kept stressing that it is very rare that they hire outside the company for tipped positions. And you generally have to move up in the company, mm. to which I said said why would you post the ad if you weren't hiring and also i'm overly qualified um Mm. so we'll see if they pair me with a position they will call me in for a in-person interview so that'll be fun i'll drive out there Mm. and do an in-person because the first one was over the phone and we will see i hope i get it because i really want to work for disney parks and all of the positions are minimum wage Except for the tipped ones, and they average about $50 an hour. All the positions at Disneyland are minimum wage? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes, and the minimum wage is like ten fifty. Yeah. So all the positions vary from like ten fifty to eleven ninety five an hour. Those people aren't making any money, and you aren't guaranteed full-time until you've been there for three years. So I've known people who work there and say, you'll get the hours, you and you can cross-train to different departments, and you'll get hours, but... You aren't guaranteed hours until yeah. you've been there for three years. They make it very difficult to, if you are a grown adult with bills, work for them because yeah. you have to have open availability, um, but you aren't guaranteed to actually get hours. There's a pr- uh, proposition right now to raise minimum wage in Anaheim to $15 an hour mm. if you're receiving tax breaks from the government, which Disney gets a lot of tax breaks from the government because the entire economy of Anaheim is basically Disneyland. Like, the only jobs in Anaheim are at the local hotels or the Disneyland park. Like, that's everyone in the city depends on that park being there. So they get a lot of tax breaks, and they're trying to make it so, hey, well, if we're giving you tax breaks, you actually need to pay the residents a living wage. Yeah. Which $15 an hour is a lot more livable than ten fifty. That's really fucked up. I yes. Mean, yes. It's uh, there's an epidemic. And it costs of, so much money to go to Disneyland. Like it's very expensive. Yes. So, I mean, it is an expensive operation to run. Sure. But um, the and the problem is, is that I, I recently was listening to a podcast about it, and they're like, the thing is, is if this passes, they're not going to take that money out of the stockholders, you know, hmm. dividends or the CEO salary. That money will come from nickel and dime price rates within the parks. And so what is already a very costly experience is going to become more costly just Mm. so they can pay the people a a living wage. But apparently there's an epidemic of Disneyland employees who are living in their cars or living, you know, like five people in a one bedroom apartment, like because... They don't pay very well. Yeah. But they're also, if you live in Anaheim, there's not a lot of employment opportunities. Hmm. You know? Why why do you want to work for these people? Um, (laughs) Just out of curiosity. Well, number one, they're unparalleled in terms of their customer service. They have a whole company called the Disney Institute that consults other businesses on customer service and satisfaction. Yeah. And they're also unparalleled in terms of entertainment. So 
for someone who what I do is customer service and what I want to do is entertainment, Hmm. there is no better company to work for. And also people who last the three years and become full-time employees generally work for the company their whole lives and retire. Hmm. So I want to move into doing show production for them and I can't see those jobs or apply for them until I work within the parks. Oh, okay. So you have to get in with the company to move into those roles. And there's just a lot of room for personal growth and development where I can advance professionally. I just need to get my foot in the door and I can't pay my bills on minimum wage. So mm-hmm. the bartender avenue was kind of the way to go. Ah. Um, so, yeah. Also, it's, I mean, $50 an hour and free admission to all Disney parks in the world is pretty that's pretty good that's yeah. a pretty good life for me um all and living in california and not arizona so well uh, we, it is awful here yeah we'll see how it goes um i'm still like studying all this like fine dining stuff for my in-person interview so i can act like i know what the fuck i'm talking about and um you know working working on getting the bod looking good the skin cleared up mm. so that i can go in there just california gorgeous sure be like give me that job please oh. i'm begging you oh. i've always relied on the kindness of upper management <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. so yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes um but i might move to california well i wish you the best of luck thanks you're welcome thanks because uh, 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 uh. i don't want to be angry every year which i am every summer that this, i live here this summer is uh you know maybe i should give you know these mean textures the benefit of the doubt and just say it's hot you know maybe that's why they're texting yeah. texting in anger it makes people know? mad yeah. it sure does it makes people mad it sure does yeah it's just you like know. It's hot. I have to wear clothes, which is terrible. Mm. Yeah. Like, I think it should be acceptable to just wear a bathing suit everywhere mm-hmm. here in the summer. Men yeah. just, you can wear swim trunks. I don't care. I can see your man boobs, your back hair. I don't give a fuck. It's hot out there. Let's just, like, all yeah. accept. It's not gross. It's just our bodies. Let's let it all hang out because sure. the fabric touching your skin in this mm. heat is insufferable. It is. It is very hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not even a really summer yet, and it's already mm, yeah. it's June. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. It is June. Well, I think summer uh, first day of summer is like June twenty second or something. What? You know, like, uh, yeah. No. Yes, it is. The first day of summer is June twenty second because summer break has started. Well, <laughs> that's the that's the academic schedule. It's not the seasonal. I'm gonna. They base the academic calendar on the cycles of the moon. I'm gonna Google this. Shinola. I right know now. this is a this is an educational podcast. We're gonna let you guys know when the first day of summer is. Boop. First day of summer. Mm. Thursday, June twenty first. What? Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, keep in mind we live in Arizona where summer starts in like early May for us. Correct. As far as weather goes. Um, but summer starts yeah. February eighteenth. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. yes. <laughs> So yeah, my uh, one of my uh, good girlfriends is in Alaska for the summer. Ooh, nice. I know she's so smart. Ayla, is she doing the? She's being a tour guide she's up there. She's a right? tour guide. She works for a tour guide company. Is she driving like jeeps. She or? drives jeeps. She takes people on hikes That's and stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah, and I just think that was the smartest thing. How's she liking it? Have you talked to her? Yeah, she likes it. 
pretty good. Yeah. You know, she misses me, obviously. 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 Oh. And I miss her, too. Uh, I miss her a lot, but what's also... The, what's the housing situation like up there? She got an apartment. Okay. So yeah. what she did is there's a... She found... She joined a Facebook group for mm. people living in Alaska or moving to Alaska or seasonal workers or something. And she found a lady who owns a house and has three extra bedrooms that she rents out. Mm. And so she, like, was able to friend the other people who living there and talk and whatever. So, yeah, yeah she has a house up there or right. whatever. Nice. Yeah. 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 You know, I understand there's a, it's a very high men to women ratio. Yeah, but you know what? She's on Tinder and stuff, and she says yeah. it's garbage. Well, it's Alaska. Yeah, I mean, she's it's, like, the pickings are not. It's the state that Sarah Palin's from, so yeah. what do you expect? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's in Juneau, which is a big city, and she yeah. still was like, it is not good. Um, yeah, I was like, I would send you a vibrator, but I don't have any money. So yeah. I can't just buy you a vibrator and then pay postage. Well, I mean, if she was smart, she brought one with her. She didn't. Oh, she didn't. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I know. Jesus fucking. You just can't you rely fucking... on. Send her a text and tell her how to live her life. I will. I'll be like, tell listen. Her, you know, if you were a real friend to yourself, you would have brought a sex toy. You're a mature adult woman and yeah. you moved to another state, Alaska, without a decent vibrator. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? You yeah. really need to. You don't know yourself. You don't know your needs. Yeah. And she would respond with, I assumed there would be men here. What, do I, what am I going to go somewhere without some sort of lubricant? Yeah. I'm just going to show up dry in a new state? Be like, oh, this is me and my dry hands just living in Nevada or something. No. God, I'm not going to do that. Dry <laughs> hands in Nevada. Oh, God. Just, what am I going to jerk off with sand? Is that what's, is that what's happening? I mean, it's <laughs> very exfoliating. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Woof. Woof. Learn uh, how to live your yeah, life. Yeah, God. Yeah, I need to start telling my friends what to do more. Just tell them. I uh, mean. Uh, I got nothing else. I got nothing else either. I'm really tired. Yeah, you look at I'm I'm really hungry. So, so let's you should just, sleep and I'll eat. This this has been great. We're going to call this episode Sleep and Eat. Sleep and Eat. <laughs> and I'm glad we had this talk. Me too. Send help. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,